the number one thing that people miss the mark when it comes to marketing mm-hmm. is the product and ser- or service itself. Mm. Because the number one thing that's going to that's gonna sell your product is people, right? And people spreading that through word of mouth. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Beautiful people. Happy, happy Sunday. This is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and we are blessed today on a Sunday. It's a good day. A little rainy here in New York, but a lot of people running these marathons, uh, making things happen. And Create Your Life series family, I want to let you know that we got a a very uh, special guest here in the studio, man. Uh, Very happy to have this gentleman here. Uh, been I we literally been tracking this brother down for about uh, since May. You know what I mean. So happy to have him here. I'm uh, very excited about the things that he's been able to accomplish. And man, I'm not even gonna say his name. What I'm gonna do is just read this brother's bio. And then I'm gonna let him say hello to you. So uh, this gentleman is a four time entrepreneur. Uh, more to come in that in that regard as well. Marketing executive, public speaker, writer. His entrepreneur career started at the age of 19 which uh, with his first company being acquired two years later. Since then, he started three multi-million dollar companies. Uh, the marketing firm Millicence, where he serves as the CEO, uh, co-founded Growth Hackers, uh, where he serves as the VP of growth, and recently founded the company Pop Social, the software company that provides affordable solution solutions for brands to grow on social media, where he also serves as the CEO. Talking about this brother being in the C-suite everywhere, his work includes uh, serving as CMO and part owner of the um, on-demand rental company Skirt, uh, and before that, serving as CMO of the e-commerce uh, company uh, Sticker Mule, head of growth for new projects at Microsoft, head of marketing for Qualaroo, Qualaroo, yeah. Qualaroo uh, acquired by Zen Adventures. I mean, come on, you know. And as a public speaker, he's traveled the world and uh, you know speaking about entrepreneurship, personal growth, and marketing. Uh, co-authored a book, Startup growth engines, which was the number one best-selling book on Amazon. He's also passionate about diversity in tech, serving as an ambassador to Code 2040, Black Girls Code, and Wonder Women uh, Tech, as well as having his own scholarship fund for underrepresented college students. He has been called a marketing genius by Forbes, a marketing star by Fortune magazine, an innovator who's changing the consumer marketing game by Black Enterprise, and most recently, one of the most influential African-Americans in 2017. Beautiful people. We are talking about no other than Mr. Everett Taylor. Everett, please say hello to the Create Your Life family. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Glad to be here. Man, so happy to have you, bro. (laughs) I I just did all of that. you You just came on like, yeah. It's good to be. I'm a very <laughs> mellow person. You know, people people expect me to be very high energy. Yeah. And um, you know, being an entrepreneur is especially I mean, it's a very lonely sport, you know, in a lot very. of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, despite having a team, it's definitely a lot of team efforts, but mm-hmm. There's a lot of time where you're just alone, you're grinding. And so, you know, in my formative years as an entrepreneur, I spent so much time just kind of like, you know, I started a lot of these companies I started by myself. You know, started by myself. So, yeah. um, you know, it was, you know, I, it just made me a very mellow person. No, I, I appreciate that, man. And I think everybody has their own lane or their own way of doing things. And so it's always good to be authentic and just be who you are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I actually prefer to be quiet, but I can talk. Right. right. And I'm actually the host of a radio show. But <laughs> we're going to talk about that. <laughs> um, so I was reading your bio, um, some other things. I read probably about at least 15 articles on you. And one thing that I noticed was is that um, man, you're a man of perseverance. Right. So you, you're from the south side of Richmond, Virginia. Yep. Uh, and at the age of 17, uh, you you were homeless, but you still graduated from high school, still did, you know what I mean, yeah. grinded through that, man. Can you walk us through some of that uh, that experience, you know, and how that, how that came about? Yeah, man. Um, you know, a lot of people ask me, why did I become an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that experience really was so formative for me because it was my first lesson that 
as long as you have your livelihood in in the hands of another, you never know. And I was laid off when I when I was a teenager, and at, and at that time, you know, I had to take care of myself. I had to, you know, I was on my own, you know, right. um, and trying to help take care of my mom and my sister. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me to you know, try to provide for everyone and then have to lose my job. Mm-hmm. It showed me, hey, it doesn't matter how hard you work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how good of a person that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if someone has the control of your livelihood, right. you, you, you never really truly have that control. And so, you know, going through that and, and, and having to be out on the streets, you know, uh, was 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 mind blowing because I came from the hood. I came from not necessarily knowing where my next meal was gonna come from right. and things like that. But like to literally have nothing, yeah. um, you know, is such a humbling experience. And so everything that you do, once you hit that rock bottom, mm-hmm. once you hit rock bottom, you you know everything is up from there, and you, you've already seen the worst of the worst. And mm-hmm. so every blessing that you have, you know, you, 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 you really appreciate that and you just want to work harder and keep pushing harder because you don't ever want to end up in that same place again. And, you know, just, you know, I try to black out that period of my life because it was right. so difficult. But, you know, I, when I was in high school, I was a very popular guy, you right. know, and to go through that and go from being the popular guy that plays sports, was the cool guy, got the ladies mm-hmm. to man, like, yo, bro, when was the last time you took a shower? Like, you know, you wearing mm. the same clothes, you know, when's the last time you got a haircut, you know, going from being, you know, second in my class to, you know, doing poorly in school and people aren't thinking, yo, what's what's going on with right. you? Um, and so that was really, really difficult for mm-hmm. me um, to experience, especially at such a young age. And to realize that at the end of the day, you really have yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, a lot of people that you think that are going to support you and rock with you and ride with you mm-hmm. aren't going to be there during those rough moments, you right. know, and there's going to be people that are going to be very, very judgmental as well. Um, and so that was very, very tough, you know, for me to deal with at such a young age, because sometimes we don't figure that out till much, much later, yeah, much later, much, much later in life. Um, mm-hmm. And I had to figure that out very, very quickly. I had to figure out, you know, survival, you right. know, uh, you know, having to do whatever I had to do for money. Right. You know, um, being able to humble myself to ask another man right. for money. Like, that's tough. And I think that, that what you're saying right now, number one, we're like Kendrick Spears, bro, because I grew up in foster care my whole life out in yeah. California. And definitely being homeless and, you know, looking for uh, my next meal are definitely things that I'm very uh, aware of. And also being popular, but people not knowing on what's going not knowing what's going on at home or, you know what I mean, what's going on in life outside of school is definitely something uh that, that I could definitely relate to. So you're going through this during this period of time, man. And it's funny because, you know, right now you're speaking of it as uh, as a person who's who's made it out of it. Right. right. But sometimes people are in the midst of it right. and it doesn't when you make it out of it, you like, yeah, you know what I mean? I can block yeah. that out. I could do it again if I had to. But, you know, when you're going through it, you're like, dang, man, this is really, really tough. Right. Um, what was it that kept you motivated during that time period? Um, I think the thing that that kept me motivated was the actually the people that I met on the street, mm. you know, um, you know, they really inspired me because they said, look, man, a lot of people I was meeting, you know, they had drug addiction, right. they had mental illness, they mm-hmm. had so much working against them. And, you know, I had people tell me, look, you're young, you're smart. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to 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 make it out of this. Yeah. You know, you, it's not too late for you. It might be too late for me, mm. but it's not too late for you. And to see the generosity of the people that, you know, didn't have anything, but would share half their food with me or right. or be there for me or give me a blanket or, 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 or let me sleep in their tent or whatever it was, you know, um, you know, just seeing that. And I was like, look, if if there's anything I can do is with everything they're giving towards me is to make it out of here mm-hmm. to, to to actually make some of myself and and not let this get me down and and another part of it is just like just just the mental endurance that it takes to 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 realize that look like there's better out there and and you can do it because sometimes when you're in these these terrible moments in your life mm-hmm. that the 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 mental and the emotional part starts to engulf you to the point that you just feel like, look, I can't, I can't get through this. You know, I can't get through this. And I knew deep down in my heart, I knew that I just had to keep pushing. 
You know, mm. I just had to keep pushing. I had to get to school. I had to, if I could just, you know, if I could get into this college or get right. this scholarship or, you know, everything could change, you know. And I realized that I was in such a more fortunate position than a lot of people that I was around. How do, how do you, how would you say that this journey or that experience has shaped you on the journey to getting to where you are now? You're such a successful entrepreneur, but, you know, oftentimes it's the people who come from the humblest beginnings that are, you know, remain humble, right. but also change the world, man. So how how's this helped? There's nothing like being homeless mm-hmm. and in that situation that truly teaches you about people. Mm. You okay. will see the absolute worst in people. You know, I saw what people would do fighting over food, drug addiction, you know, people, um, you know, you just see the worst. You see yeah. the worst of people. But at the same time, you see the best of people. You just see people from all sides. And what I tell people all the time is that, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, but my bread and butter is marketing. And marketing right. essentially is the ability to understand people, you know? Right. And being out on the street, when you, when you really get to see the raw emotion and the things that really make people tick, the mm. things that really push people and move people and make them feel certain types of ways with no BS, right? Yeah. This is this, this is, is real raw. Life. This, this is real is customer life. development. This is real <laughs> life, right? Yeah. When you when you when you witness that and you experience that, yeah, you begin even for the people that do have money, you really know what how people truly tick and what motivates them and what pushes them and what eggs them on, you know? And that's really, really important as a marketer is to truly, truly understand who people are. Mm -hmm. at their core when everything is, you know, torn away. And you Mm -hmm. don't see that. You don't see that typically. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, you, you know, there's, there's three sides to someone. There's Mm -hmm. the side that people see every day, right? You know, you know, your friends, the people, whatever. There's the side that only the person that you love and live with sees that everyone else doesn't see. And the third one is when you're alone. Right. And that's when you're really stripped down in, 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 in who you are at your essence. But the thing is, is when you're homeless, you don't have anyone to impress. You don't have anyone to front for or mm. try to feel that you have to be a certain way. Right. That's really who you are. And so you really see the human condition and in pe- in, in people for who they are. And then on the other side is that, you know, for me, it's it's left this mark on me to know like I said before what rock bottom truly feels like Mm -hmm. and that how fortunate I am to be in a situation that I'm in and that I have to take full advantage of this situation that I had you know because I could because I could still be out there yeah okay so speaking of uh being out there after you uh graduated from high school you went on to college uh to to Virginia Tech uh, you spent some time there. You have an interesting uh, point of view about education and, right. and your experience, man. Can you elaborate on that and uh, yeah. tell us, you know? Yeah, so I dropped out of college three times. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I dropped out the first time um, at 19 at the beginning of my sophomore year. Yeah. Um, I had to go back to help out my family. Um, during that time, I actually started my first company, Yeah. right? And a year into that company, I tried to go back to school. I was like, oh, I'm making a little bit of money now. I go back to school. And I can't focus, man. I'm flunking, you know, because I'm uh, the business is just yeah, yeah is 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 gravitating towards you know my attention towards that. And so I was like one semester, um, and even b- before the end of the semester, I was already checked out. So I drop out again, right? Mm-hmm. I end up selling my first company when I was 21. Right, made a good amount of money, mm-hmm. you know. Came back to school, had a Porsche, could you know do whatever I wanted. Yeah, and I'm sitting in, in these classes. Um, you know, in these business classes and take marketing, for instance, since, right. you know, marketing is kind of my bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to these professors and I'm like, man, like this stuff is outdated. You know, right. uh, what I'm seeing in the, in the real world building companies, this is not what I'm learning in this classroom. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it just felt like a waste of time for me personally. I think depending on what you're studying, what you're doing, and college may be the option for mm-hmm. you. But to me, Unless you're trying to be a doctor, there's literally everything you need to know about anything is on the internet. 
the internet is the greatest teacher right you know and you just got to learn how you learn and i think college is important to learn how you learn because high school was easy for me right you know and i think for a lot of people high school might be a little bit easier and then they get to college and it's like man this is it's a lot right, to handle it's a lot to handle and you have to learn how you learn because to be successful you have to be constantly learning and involving i always say who you are today is not good enough for tomorrow if you're the same person you are today Mm -hmm. i mean if you are the same person you were yesterday man what are you doing man you should always pick up some knowledge even if it's some little thing like Mm -hmm. oh man never turn down that street it's always gonna be traffic (laughs) down there you know you should always be picking up knowledge and becoming a better person and a more evolved person uh, every day and people learn in different ways you know Mm -hmm. Some people need to be in that classroom environment. For me, that that wasn't the case. You know, when I was in the classroom environment, I got distracted, yeah. you know, or like I got bored. I would, I would fall asleep in class all the time. And so yeah, <laughs> nah, I, I, relate to yeah, that. I would fall asleep in class all the time. So I tell people all the time that, um, you know, dropping out of college, mm-hmm. like going out into the world and trying to be successful mm-hmm. is just a crazy feat in itself when you think about it. Absolutely. But. Um, you ever see in a circus when those people like they walk the tightrope? Yeah. And they and they have like the little net at the there bottom. at the bottom. Yeah. You know, going to college and getting your college degree is like doing it's that tightrope. Yeah. But having that net mm-hmm. down at the bottom to catch you just in case anything happens. Yeah. But if you decide to take a different route and not mm-hmm. get that college degree, yeah. You're doing that same thing, but there's nothing down there to catch you. Right. So you gotta work that much harder and be that much more um, intentional about your purpose of what you're trying to do because you're not going to have that college degree to help you or, or, or catch you in that situation. And I like that you said that because what I'm hearing from you is, is that skill set is the currency. Yeah, right. for sure. So if skill set is the currency, what would you say are some of the absolute skills that someone needs to survive today? Let's say if they decided that they didn't want to go to college or even if you graduated from college, because here's my thing, you can graduate from college, but 10 other people, 1,500, 15,000 people just graduated with the same degree. Right. So differentiating yourself to me is only, can only be um, by having some body of work. So right. what, are, what is a skill set, a couple skills that you think? Uh, number one, um, and I'm um, a little bit biased, a little bit biased with this okay. is, Understanding the digital space. I'm not just talking about marketing. I'm just talking about understanding how the internet works, Mm -hmm. how people consume information, how they're getting information, how they're discovering new products. You really need to understand digital. Mm -hmm. Like you have to understand that. It's it's very, very important. And there's a lot of different skill sets that come with digital, whether it's content, whether it's, you know, search engine optimization, whether it's advertising. There's a lot of aspects of it, but you need to have a strong understanding of the digital space everything from tv to movies everything is moving towards digital right, right. absolutely and so you got to have and an understanding on demand on, on that space mm-hmm. number two coding i can't stress this enough you know i'm not a great coder mm-hmm. but i know how to code and i also know that at the end of the day to survive in this current climate that you have to have some technical knowledge right you mm-hmm. have to understand you got to be able to speak the language of those people because the truth of the matter is and a lot of people don't realize this yo these engineers these people in tech they're trying to cut you out man they're trying to they're trying to use automation they're trying to use bots they're trying to use everything Mm -hmm. to get humans to cut costs right you know uber uber doesn't want uber drivers you know they want self-driving cars they're trying to get you out of here so the more that you speak that language and the more that you can contribute from a technical perspective even if you're not super technical is extremely extremely important and then three finances man like fine uh, understanding finances accounting and all those things is extremely extremely important whether you're going to work for somebody or you're going to um, you know, start your own thing. Like mm-hmm. understanding taxes, understanding finances, understanding accounting um, is extremely important. And then the last thing is data. Data, like understanding data, how to read data, how to analyze data mm-hmm. um, is extremely important. What are some tips you, w- you would say are, what, if somebody's trying to figure out how to read data, what would you tell them to do? So for me, I have a very unorthodox approach okay. because I think that you cannot just take data Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Like some people look at data and they put no, you know, EQ to it, emotional intelligence right, to it. Right. I think you have to always remember that the data that you're grabbing, 
that those are real people yeah. behind it. And so when you're dealing with data, don't just say, oh, this data says this, so this, is, this must be what it is, right. right? You have to be able to take a step back and say, hey, all right, this, this is showing this, but why is this happening and why are people feeling this way? And you're going to get deeper learnings from the data that you're looking at because at the end of the day, behind those numbers are actual people. Right. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Um, what do you feel is one of the biggest hurdles? I want to switch lanes a little bit. What do you feel is one of the biggest hurdles that, uh, that keeps companies from mastering uh, their marketing and growing or even scaling up? You know, because we're talking about that data being, you know what I mean, real people. But right. Sometimes people still miss the market and they're not growing. All right. So this is not marketing at all. Okay. The number one thing that people miss the mark when it comes to marketing mm-hmm. is the product and ser- or service itself. Mm. Because the number one thing that's going to that's gonna sell your product is people, right? And people spreading that through word of mouth. Right. And people aren't going to spread something if the product sucks. Right. Right? Like, for the things that we hear about, whether it's like an Uber or, you know, a Snapchat, whatever it is, a lot of times we hear about products from our friends. People tell us about it. That's Those real. are the biggest advocates. So you got to kill that experience, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you've downloaded plenty of apps where you was just like, okay, I'm good. Absolutely. I'm d- deleting this off. I'm not telling nobody about this, <laughs> right? That's and real. so the biggest thing that you can do from a marketing perspective mm-hmm. is build a great product and service and obviously that takes some marketing aspects like you know customer discovery um figuring out product market fit all these different things are marketing aspects but look man like you know uh pop social my last company we did over three million in revenue in 15 months right with no marketing spend you know why because we have built this off of just creating a great product and knowing that people hey People need this. People want to be able to grow their brand and their audience on Instagram. People want to reach new people on Instagram and like, you know, build build up things for themselves or it's it's a great product yeah. and it and it sells itself. Like people just spread that through word of mouth. So we're not running no ads. We're not doing mm. all this content or anything like that. And you know, as we scale, we'll we'll start getting more into that that, you know, marketing tactics. But at the end of the day, we're just so profitable off of just people's Spreading the word. So that means that also you're providing a great uh, user uh, experience. User experience, I feel like yeah. that, that's super important. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is more so the overall, when we talked earlier about your journey, how important have habits been for you? What are some of the habits that you had to break? And what are some of the ones that you either had to build or sustain to get to where you are now? Um, I think a lot of unhealthy habits got me to where I am today, to be honest. Okay. Um, and Give I, us a couple. Oh, man. Um, number one. Uh, lack of self-care, like to the point where I wasn't eating healthy, eating right, Mm -hmm. you know, going, you know, going out, taking time to go to the gym, take care of myself, eat healthy. Um, like literally I was, my day was optimized for me to work. As soon as I woke up in the morning, I woke up and I looked at my phone. I looked at my laptop. I jumped into emails. I jumped into analytics. I jumped straight into work. It was no, it was no pause button in my life. And, and that caused me to, you know, fracture relationships with, with friends, you know, not being able to have like a love life, you know, all mm-hmm. these different things, because my, my, my habit was like, literally it's me and my computer and my business. And I'm gonna make this happen. I would Absolutely. literally wake up to my computer and fall asleep to my computer. That was literally. your relationship. That was my relationship. <laughs> that was Bay, right? Right. Like I would, I would fall asleep. I would literally wake up, mm-hmm. and I have my laptop yeah. right here, you know, you know, and, and I wake up and and I get right back into it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so that was just very, very unhealthy for me, um, because even you know, in terms of like food, I wouldn't cook for myself because I, I would say, look, it's quicker for me to just order some takeout, get right, some right, so right. I could just focus on work. Mm-hmm. You know, like recently I lost 25 pounds, you okay. know, and that's because I've just started creating, you know, just living a different way. Yeah. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I don't touch my phone. I don't touch my phone. I don't touch my laptop. I meditate. I pray. I just clear my mind, you know, just appreciate. Morning routine. Yeah. I just appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And like I've been doing that over the past year and 
not only from an a, a emotional and mental perspective, I'm, am I so much happier? I'm so much more productive because I'm so much more intentional about the things that I'm doing that day instead of just jumping into it. Yeah. You know, because people think, yo, they think you work and work and work and working hard. And like, that's productivity, man. And like, what I've learned from some OGs in the game is that, man, you got to be able to work smarter, not harder, right? Yeah. Like, legitimately. And I think, especially within the black and brown community, like, we're taught, like, yo, grind, grind, grind. And then I mean, these white folks that are literally working four, five hours a day and multimillionaires because they, they know what they're doing. They're, they're, they're using their time. And for me to, you know, run multiple companies, I can't devote eight hours to each company. I got to figure out how I'm going to devote three, four hours to this company, three, four hours to this company, three, four hours to that company. Touch on that, man. You in the C-suite of multiple companies. How, how do you balance that? You know, A great team, man. A great team. Like building great people around you. That was another bad habit that I had was, um, you know, not trusting people and instilling trust in people to okay. do the things that I needed them to do. How did you overcome that? Man, honestly, depression, man, depression and like getting to a point where like, man, I was going to have a breakdown or something because I wasn't sleeping. Like I literally I will wake up, say I wake up like six, seven in the morning. Yeah. Right. Work all day. Work till like three, four a.m. Go to sleep Mm -hmm. and do it again. Like literally daily. I can totally daily. So I was getting like two to three hours of sleep. I was Mm -hmm. driving myself crazy and it was getting to the point that. The work that I was doing mm-hmm. was starting, starting to, to take, it's starting to get affected, you know. And then, you know, for instance, like my marketing firm, we had clients that were like complaining, like, "Yo, what's going on? This isn't happening," or like, you know, that's not happening. And so, building a strong team around you mm-hmm. that can take a lot of that load and being able to trust people is a huge part. Like, if you can find somebody that can do the job ninety percent as good as you, yeah. even if they can't do it as a hundred percent as good as you. Yeah it's better for you to free up your time and let someone do that 90%. Absolutely. Uh, did you, so you talked a little bit about depression and mental health is super important. Did you seek out a therapist or anything like that to help you make it uh, out of that, that point in your life? Well, first it was me reconnecting with some people that I cared about. Like, okay. it's so interesting when you're on your grind as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, look, talk to your family, man. Talk to your family. Talk to the people that you care about. Try to avoid these like waste, wasteful conversations where it's like, Oh, hey, Ma, what's going on? Nothing, you know, just, you know, hanging in there. Da da da. You know, you're, you're, you're having th- those conversations are so wasteful. They don't really mean anything, you know? And like, you know, to be able to go to my mom and say, hey, like, I'm feeling this way, you know, and I've been feeling this way since I was young. What could have contributed to that? Maybe why am I the way that I am? And right. then when you really start speaking to people and really ask them, yo, give it to me straight. Like, give me honest feedback about me, my life, you know, the things that you're seeing. It's very, very important to have that clarity when you go to, finally do go to, and I did go to a therapist, but I was awakened in so many ways by the people around me that I hadn't had real genuine conversations with or had real insight. Mm -hmm. And like, it shows you the people that truly care about you because the people that truly care about you are going to really do, really going to give you that insight. Mm-hmm. About and yourself. they know you and they know you yeah and that that makes a, a huge difference all right well man beautiful people we're gonna cut to a musical break and we're gonna be back with uh everett taylor so if you have any questions for this brother call in 212-650-6903 or hit us up on facebook uh live right now uh or on instagram as well so here we go with our gold link uh by crew featuring shy glizzy that's my song. Man. Beautiful people. This is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and we are back with Mr. Everett Taylor. Everett, you here with us? Yeah, I'm here, man. I'm here. Okay, man. I want to switch uh, modes, man, and kind of just give you some rapid-fire questions. Um, All right. What do you feel like is the top tech that you're using right now to make your business run smoothly? The top tech to make my business run smoothly? Um, Stripe. Stripe. Like, it's, it's super... Super important, man. Like, and and if you guys don't know what Stripe is, is, is a processing platform. Yeah. Um, like, you know, without Stripe and the data that we get from Stripe and being able to process people's payments, like my whole, like essentially with Pop Social, Skirt, um, uh, Growth Hackers, um, the only company that doesn't run on Skirt, it, I mean, Stripe is my marketing firm. Like, mm-hmm. that is so essential. Which is Millicent's. Millicent's, yeah. Right, named after your mom. Named after my mom, yeah. Yep. Shout yeah. out to moms. 
<laughs> okay. Um, what book would you recommend to our listeners to read or that has been very impactful on you? Um, I think, I mean, to be completely 100, my favorite book is the Harry Potter series. <laughs> but um, uh, in terms of like a book that I think is, is good in terms of like building your career, it's a, it's a book called Hacking Growth by uh, Sean Ellis and Morgan Brown. I actually started Growth Hackers with those two gentlemen. Um, it's a phenomenal book mm-hmm. to really understand how people think um, and to understand how to really drive growth um, when building a company. I think it's, it's, it's definitely phenomenal. Okay. Um, favorite quote or model that you live by? I said it already, man. I like uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Give it to uh, us again. Yeah, it's uh, who you are today is not good enough for tomorrow. Mm, I like Ever Taylor. <laughs> Ever Taylor. Uh, what was the? How did that? How did that one come about? Um, I just realized that you know someone asked me, you know, how did you get to where you are now? And my answer was relentlessness. Relentlessness mm-hmm. and like self improvement. Relentless. Relentlessness to try to constantly improve. Um, every single day, every single day I was trying to learn new skills. Every single day I was trying to learn from my mistakes every single day from, from my business and personal life, you know, constantly always trying to say like, yo, how can, all right, we did this. What, what can we learn from that? Right. Mm -hmm. And then in my personal life, Hey, how can I be, if I'm in a relationship, how can I be a better boyfriend? How can I be a better son? How can I be a better friend? You know, um, you know, all those, a neighbor, whatever it is, I'm constantly always trying to improve. Okay. Uh, this is something that I saw from another article, and I thought that it was so important. You said that um, you said that money and success don't bring happiness. What do you feel does bring happiness? Man, uh, I think happiness is internal, man. And, you know, it, it's, it's taken me a very, very long time. I think there's contributing factors right. to happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Being, being with you guys today, that makes me happy. That makes me, that, that, that contributes to my happiness, right. right? To be with young brothers doing amazing things that appreciate me and appreciate my time. That's, you know, that makes me feel good. Yes. But in terms of being happy, that mm-hmm. is internal, Right. Yeah. You know, like, you know, I remember my, my ex-girlfriend, um, you know, I remember telling her like, yo, you know, I just want to make me make you happy. And she she's older. She was like, look, I make myself happy. I'm in control of my happiness, you know, mm. at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, she put me on game. And so ever since that happened, I really thought about that. And it's true. No matter what happens, all the negativity that's going on in your life all the things that you're going through at the end of the day, it's about how you cope with those things and how you deal with those things and how you flip it. And so at the end of the day, that happiness is derived, you know, from within. And so there's a lot of contributing factors, whether it's basketball, family, you know, my businesses doing well, whatever it is, comedy. But at the end of the day, it's internal. So you can hoop. Yeah, I can hoop, man. All right. All right. We'll have to put that to the test, man. Okay. Um, And you do comedy. I don't do comedy. Okay. I don't do comedy, but I love comedy. I love stand-up comedy. I mean, okay. it's it's one of the things that I love to do for self-care is to check out some. If you in, in L.A., man, you got to check out my boy Justin Hires. Justin Hires. Yeah. Where, where does he perform? Um, don't get me the line about which club, but I can get you that info, man. Okay. He's a real good brother. Cool, cool, uh, he's cool. actually um, the one of the lead actors in the MacGyver series, and okay. then he was uh, for the Rush Hour Reload, he, gotcha. uh, relaunch. He was uh, Tucker. So real, real cool, real good brother, man. Um, this is a question that nobody can escape the Create Your Life series without uh, okay. answering. What three jewels would you give to someone looking to create their best life? Three jewels for someone looking to create their best life. Um, number one, self-care. Um, no, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you're going through, man, you got to take care of yourself um, at the end of the day and, and really defining what self-care looks like for you. And it doesn't have to have any, like, you know, quantitative value in terms of money and things like that. You know, for me, you know, self-care for me is like, I remember I used to, when I used to eat, mm-hmm. I would literally take conference calls and meetings and just be, not even enjoy my food. And now right. every time that I eat, Mm-hmm. I put my I put my phone down. If I do have my phone, I'm reading articles and I literally just enjoy my food. That's self-care for me. Yeah. And like self-care keeps you sane, man. Self-care keeps you sane. Number two, 
Stand true to who you are. Stand true to who you are because no matter what happens, here's the thing. If you out there code switching, trying to switch it up, doing this, doing that, look, most people, they don't care about you at the end of the day. Hmm. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I was having this interesting conversation with a friend um, who some of his friends got laid off from from his job and he felt so like some of the people he knew they weren't necessarily friends and he was like man like i feel so bad and i was like look man if you were on the other end they're gonna go on with their lives man wow. like they're gonna go on with their mm-hmm. lives they're mm-hmm. gonna be like oh man i'm sorry and in a couple of weeks people keep moving keep people keep doing the same things and so when you're trying to switch up and 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 try to be something that you're not to get xyz result for this company or this or that man at the end of the day does it really matter are you really truly happy with who you are and if Mm. you can't be who you are at the end of the day does it really truly matter you know what i mean and so like really really stand true to who you are i walk into a board meeting in a hoodie and a cap and some yeezys and 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 call it a day man because at the end of the day i know what i bring to the table and the last thing is like build a real skill set Build something that you can always lean on at the end of the day. If all else fails, you know, I always tell somebody, you don't have a skill set until you're at a point where if you lost everything today, you could go and lean on that thing. Hmm. Right. I like if I lost everything today, mm-hmm. I could go on the Internet and go on to like one of those Upwork sites and do social media marketing for somebody or digital marketing or something. I have skill sets that no matter if I lost everything i have a skill set that is transferable and that i could go out there right now if i lost everything and still be able to make a living okay um wow wow what's what's next for you man what's next for you these ventures that you have going on and i know you got a got a uh, a surprise for for create your life family so please bless us with that information as well yeah for for one i want to shout out my uber driver today um, on the way here I forgot this I, I was going to do it At the beginning of the show mm-hmm. um, One point that I want to make Is The people In your life That truly Truly support you You gotta Hold them down And keep them around I was in my Uber Today And I said I was going to this radio station He says Hey My girlfriend is an artist Would you mind me Playing her music for you mm. And he took he took that risk because he's supportive, so supportive of his girlfriend, yeah. and loves loves his girlfriend that much that he took a chance that I could have disliked the music, right. I could have felt some type of way, you mm-hmm. know, like oh why you know why are you doing this right now? Yeah, I just yeah. want to listen to the radio, mm-hmm. but he was that supportive. And there's not going to be a lot of people in your life that's going to be that supportive where they're going to put their own livelihood. You know, I could have been like oh why is he doing this? One star. Right. Putting his own livelihood and job on the line to support somebody that he cares about and loves. And so, like, make sure that those people that really hold you down and are going to go that extra mile for you, you keep those people around no matter how hard you're grinding. Like, you got to keep those people in your life. And I think that's super, super important. But, yo, shout out. Shout out to his girl, man. I thought that was really dope and inspiring. Um, But anyways, next for me, um, the big focus is Pop Social, man. Pop Social, popsocial.co, popsocial.co. Um, it's a, uh, a tool uh, for people to build their audience and their brand on social media, uh, more specifically Instagram. And I wanted to create a tool where it was going to be affordable for you know, any Joe Smo to be, be able to go on there and be able to build. Everyone needs more followers. They need to reach more people, whether mm-hmm. you're building a company, whether you're building your own personal brand. Um, and so that, that company has been phenomenal. Uh, we did 2 million in, in our first 12 months, 3 million in the past 15 months. Congratulations. Um, thank bro. you, man. All bootstrapped. And so I'm really, really excited about where that can go and the potential that it has. And we want to create other verticals where we can help you reach your audience on Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and LinkedIn mm-hmm. and Pinterest, everything. And so that is 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 definitely the focus um, moving forward. And I actually created a code for your listeners. Yes, thank you for that. Yeah, so if you guys if you guys want to grow your followers on Instagram, uh, grow your audience on Instagram, reach new people, build your brand, um, it pays for itself. I have a code, uh, CY... 
is it CYLS? That's correct. CYLS, right. CYLS is the code, and you get 50% off your first month, so it's only 25 bucks. Man, thank you. That's and, a blessing. And it's, it's an investment. You don't have to spend all this money on Instagram ads and things like that. Like, this is going to help you reach thousands of new people a month uh, with your brand or your personal brand. And so use that code, CYLS, and you're going to get 50% off using Pop Social, popsocial.co. And then, honestly, man, I'm just trying to figure out more ways to work smarter and not harder, man, and, and, and continue to build my brand and, and be a blessing to others and, and give back. I want to give out more scholarships. I want to um, be more active in the community. I want to do all these things. So I have more goals outside of business that I really want to. I want to, you know, be happy, you know, you know, find love, do all these things, like things that are completely aside that you wouldn't even expect from me. It's like, I think that's more important, like being able to spend time with my friends, my family, right. like getting back to the basics is, is really what's next for me. I love it. I love it. So how do we uh, stay in contact with you? Uh, man, uh, easy, man. It's just my name on social media. So Twitter and Instagram is just at Everett. Brother e- so official got yeah. his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, E-V-E-R-E-T-T-E. Just at Everett. Holla at me. I really appreciate you being here and spending yeah. the time. I know you you literally came into New York for the weekend. Yeah. You know, I'm so happy that you were able to uh, to make it uh, time in your schedule to be on the show, man. For Thank sure, you. man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. No, always. Always love. For sure. All right, cool. Well, this is the optional part. Last part of the show, uh, we do something called Turnaround, where you have the opportunity to ask me any questions that you want to. You get two to three questions. You get three questions. Uh, where you, If you want to use them all, you know, you get to ask me, and I have to answer. Okay. Number one. Yes, I'm here. What I'm here fraternity for. are you in? Uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, Fraternity Incorporated. We the noops. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I just had a feeling. But you had you had the fatigues on, so I was like, I don't, I don't know, man. Well, you know, occasionally we got to show other frats how to do things correctly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. <laughs> you were a fashion major, so I, so I completely understand that. I appreciate you knowing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, number two, what do you think has been the hardest thing that you've had to overcome in the past six months? Wow. The hardest thing that I had to overcome? Mm. I think in the last six months, being in control. So I, I've, I've hit this wall where I realize that I don't know enough, mm-hmm. that uh, my peers, I need to elevate my peers uh, even higher. I have, you know, very high peers, but in certain, in certain circles, I need to go even higher. And being okay with not being the smartest person or, or being one of the smartest, right? And just going ahead and pushing forward on a daily basis to just try to keep learning because now I'm just in a new space and I'm just literally trying to learn more and more and more each day. So understanding that I'm not in control and at a, at a certain point, man, it's God engineering. Right. You know, so hitting that wall has been, uh, has been bo- both scary, humbling, and exciting at the same time. And I'm just really, really excited to continue moving in that direction because I know that on the other end of it, I'm going to be a different person. And something that you spoke about earlier, uh, actually your quote, um, I love your quote. And then also a long time ago, somebody told me that change is constant, but growth is optional. And I'm always choosing that option to grow. And, I, you know, one of the reasons why we do this aspect of the show is because it's very important for people to understand that, you know, just because I'm the host, I'm not perfect. Right. right? And I'm not even trying to front like I am. Yeah. You know, we all have our things, you know what I mean, that we're working on and that we're growing towards. And I feel like that's really important, you know, for our listeners to know, like, yo, we're all sitting here creating our right. lives and growing to be better. Gotcha. Number three, and I may judge you on this. <laughs> what is your top five dead or alive rappers? Go. Ooh, top five. Tupac Shakur is number one for me, always. Uh, oh, Biggie? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. I, I can relate to a lot of the stuff that Tupac says. Okay. Like, I literally used to know all of his albums by heart. Okay. No, uh, Tupac. I love Kanye. Okay. Um, I like Jigga. Okay. Um, sheesh. Now, if you would have said who's had the biggest influences on me, that would be a different conversation. Okay. Um, I mean, Biggie can flow. Biggie can flow. So far, just one more. We need one more. Uh, I, I would have to say this because it was um, very influential on me. He was a very influential artist on me. 
Um, and I learned a lot of what not to do from the music back home, mm-hmm. just from music in general, you know what I mean, uh, growing up. So I would also have to say Mac Dre. Mac Dre. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Keep it to the bay. All right. Yeah, cool, yeah. man. That's hometown, man. He, you know, from a couple streets over from me, man. So For sure. Uh, yeah. So, man, bro, I really appreciate you being here and spending yeah. the time. I know you You literally came into New York for the weekend. Yeah. You know, I'm so happy that you were able to uh, to make it uh, time in your schedule to be on the show, man. For Thank sure, you. man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. No, always. Always love. Sure. Well, beautiful people, uh, we are going to let Mr. Taylor go. We're going to cut to a quick musical break, and we'll be back. If you have any uh, any questions or anything like that, please call in, 212-650-6903, and we are out. Beautiful people, we are back. This is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. We just had Everett Taylor in here. Uh, that brother dropped a lot of jewels, a lot of knowledge, um, just about the entrepreneurial journey, uh, his personal triumphs, and some of the obstacles that he had to overcome, which I thought was really, really uh, dope. Um, man, great show. Uh, happy and humble. Thank you all for tuning in on Instagram Live. Everybody else who's tuning in on, on Facebook Live, you know, the family. I uh, appreciate you guys. Baby, please go and um, and subscribe to the podcast uh, on on all of your different channels. We're on iHeartMedia. We are on um, Google Play. We're on iTunes. And leave a review about the the show. You know, tell us what what it is that you like about the show on there. Give us that five stars. We're really trying to grow and expand. Um, you know, the the influence of the Create Your Life series. We are downloaded in over 50 countries. We have an email list of, of 30,000. So, you know, if you go and you sign up with your name and email address on our website, cyoseries.com, beautiful people, you know, you get a weekly email. We literally send you the episode that downloads or that comes out every single Friday at 8 a.m. So, you know, we, we're a part of the family. We're here to help you grow, here to help you do better. And we really want to encourage everybody to call in um, when you're, you know, while we're doing the show so that you can talk about some of the things that are going on with you. We, that's a change that we want to make and actually implement that in where we give the family the opportunity to call in and, you know, talk about what's going on with them. Maybe offer a little bit of advice, a little bit of game. Um, but it's always a blessing and really humbling to have these amazing people come in and, uh, you know, talk to us about their life and their journey. Also, I want to say to you, our Create Your Life family, to let us know who you want to see on the show. You know, drop that into our um, into our email inbox. Email us info at cylseries.com and let us know who you want to see on the show. You know, like I said, you know, we're going after people. It took us, let me see, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. It took us maybe about uh, six months uh, or something like that, you know, in order to get this gentleman. And, we, you know, we have to move some things around. But that's if that's what it's going to take to get the people who you want to hear on the show, then that's what we're going to do. That's what we're committed to. The Create Your Life series is here for you. Um, and, you know, if there's more that you want to hear about me and about my personal journey, then I'm also open to that. You know, tell us. Info at CYL series. Uh, let us know, you know, what's going on with you. Uh, Dana LaSille uh, asked a question. She said, what inspired you to uh, turn around? And so since Everett isn't no longer here in the studio, then I'm going to go ahead and, and answer that. Uh, what inspired me to turn my life around um, when when I was younger? You know, the, to be 100 percent honest, the biggest one of my biggest motivators growing up was that I hated my life so much that I wanted to move away and do something differently and live a different life. I wanted to create the life that one day I would be happy. You know, if I was ever blessed to have a family then, you know, we could be happy. I would be able to take care of them. And, you know, I had my goals. I wanted to be a clothing designer. I wanted to be a host for MTV. And I wanted to get paid to be me and have my own show. And those were my driving factors. You know, once I made it out of that situation, I still st- am sticking to, tr- sticking to those goals, staying true to them. And, you know, what also drives me is I, f- I really believe that anybody can do whatever it is that they want to. And so I enjoy seeing other people win. That actually excites me, especially if I know, like, you know, I was just that one person who might have said, man, you can do it. And it helps, you know, or just to just to be a catalyst for others. So that drives me. I also never want to end up back in the same uh, situation that I grew up in. And I would never want to have a kid or someone who, you know, and they would end up in a situation like that. So that's something that's really real um, for me as well. And so, you know, these are motivating factors. And I just think that with all of the, 
the effort that others have poured into me over the years that I owe it to them. It's a part of my responsibility to be uh, as great as I can be. And in that, to be a what I call a, a healthy competitor or a friendly competitor. And that means to see my friends do as best as they can so that we can grow together and continue to evolve. Because as long as they're doing great and they're doing big things, then, you know, of course, I'll be reaching for the stars with them. And they, they give me something to aspire to. So that's what I was talking about earlier when I was saying that it's important to keep uh, allowing my friend group to grow. And for me to keep evolving and being uncomfortable is that, you know, I want to continue to you know, grow as Kevin, you know, I don't want to be the same person three months from now, six months from now. And a lot of that takes self-awareness and me being uh, open and honest about what's going on with me and open and honest about what I need to improve. And, you know, I'm aware of what those flaws are. And, you know, if I'm not, then I ask questions to those who really know me and they'll give me the feedback that I need in order to uh, successfully uh, transition and evolve. So beautiful people, that's where we're at. And, uh, you know, if you have any other questions, call in right now. We've got a couple more minutes on the air, 212-650-6903. Give us a call. Even if you just want to shout somebody out, it's their birthday. It's Sunday. It's a great day. You know, the week is about to start. So, yes. Um, that being said, I'm going to cut to a, another uh, musical break. Um, do you guys, I think I might play a little bit more Bruno Mars, you know. Um as a matter of fact, I'm going to play Kimber. I heard this song in Japan and loved it. And that was like four years ago. But I love this song. Really, really cool. Um, and beautiful people, happy Sunday. Great talking with you and having you here. Create your life. Beautiful people, if you enjoyed this episode of the Create Your Life series, be sure to download it from our podcast, which is available on createyourlifeseries.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Music. Also, be sure to leave a review of the podcast. You can catch us live on Sundays from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via 90.3 FM in New York or on Facebook Live at facebook.com backslash kevbrown1. We encourage you to participate in the conversation on Facebook or call in at 212-650-6903. Follow us on Instagram at CYL Series and at Kevin Y. Brown. Be blessed, and we'll see you back here live next week. Create your life. 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 Create your life.